Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hello. The Phoenix Suns are headed to the NBA Finals for the first time since 1993. They beat the Clippers and beat them handily. 130 to 103 is your final. Chris Paul is fantastic tonight. 41 points on 16 of 24 shooting. And oh, by the way, uh, there's a big discrepancy, big controversy. Patrick Beverly pushing Chris Paul from behind during a timeout late in this game, a violent shove that I'm sure is going to earn him a suspension for the beginning of the season. Uh, But right now, Chris Paul, nobody cares. Devin Booker doesn't have a mask on. He's excited. He's going to the NBA Finals. The Suns win it, 130-103. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, longtime friend of the show. You can see him on FS1. You can see him on ESPN. You can see him everywhere you can see him on clippers coverage during the season he is on twitter at the ryan hollands that is at the ryan hollands it is ryan hollands what's happening big dog how are you man what is going on fellas what up 
Buddy, this was some kind of night from Chris Paul. You know, I, I mean, seeing him come back and maybe just needed a couple of days, you know, back in the in the swing after COVID. But for him to be doing what he's doing here at 36, 41 points in a closeout game, uh, it's it's one of those situations where I look at this Suns team and see them playing right now. I know that it matters who they play coming out of the East. They should win the NBA title. No, nah, they, they absolutely should. And, you know, hats off to Chris Paul because exactly what you just said. There's nothing like opportunity, but even more so stepping in and seizing it. Before Giannis went out, they were laying an egg to the Hawks in a situation where they could have punched a ticket to the finals and gone up 3-1. It is hard to lose a lead up 3-1. So Chris Paul saw an opportunity. He jumped all over it. Jason, that's an excellent point. It seems like the, the little COVID days that he missed, he came back, and, and they were just rest days in the midst of the playoffs. And this was a huge win. And when you're thinking about Chris Paul, a former teammate of, of mine, I know how competitive he is. I know how much he loves the game of basketball. Chris Paul gets the championship. We're going to be talking about him hands down as one of the greatest point guards of all time. Not one that we respect, not one that we like, not one that had good years, but easily one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game of basketball. And the only thing Chris is missing on his resume is an NBA championship. You know, he's got the Olympic gold medals. He's he's been to all-star games. He's done all that. But uh, 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 NBA finals, a championship, Chris hasn't gotten that yet. And he's poised if no other opportunity like the presence to go and get one. Well, I like the presence of mind of all his son's teammates and his own uh, veteran leadership of just taking the shove in the back from Patrick Beverly uh, and, and just going with the hit and, and not hitting back, uh, Just but just blowing over when frustration mounts to a whole other level and getting into a guy's head. Uh, what's that like, Ryan, when, it, when a guy is just in that zone and, and you know that you see it slipping away? No, nah, man, it, it, it's tough. And you got to keep in mind, uh, I, I was on that Celtics group that was up 3-1 playing against LeBron James. when He went off and, and destroyed us. And we were a game away from punching our ticket uh, to the finals and we going to lose to lose two straight. And LeBron gets another one of his championships. But, you know, when you see a LeBron or Chris Paul, you see those guys get into a zone, man. It, it is tough to play against because – they're such great passers that you, you can't double-team them. You know, you can't go out and get the ball out of their hands, and by the time the Clippers did it, it was just too late. But Chris Paul woke up this morning and, and just said, there's, there's nothing that's going to be holding me back from my first NBA Finals. He felt that moment. He, Chris Paul knows this is a career moment that he had at hand and that he went out, he's going out, and, and, and he sees it. This felt no... There's no player that stepped on the court that had the motivation that Chris Paul had, and it showed. I look at this season for the Suns, Ryan, and it really is incredible to think about this, right? As good as they've played, they're going to wind up getting to the finals. The team they play in the first round, the Lakers, Anthony Davis is not healthy. All right, They go to the second round. They play the Nuggets without Jamal Murray. They go to the conference finals and they play the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> they go to the finals where maybe Giannis doesn't play, maybe Trey Young doesn't play. Th- that is a run of playing teams with injured superstars that you are never going to see again in the playoffs. God, you, you go out and you take it and you seize it. You know that's that's the ugly head of sports and injuries. But I, I don't know if the if the I, I don't want to say this. I hope it doesn't come out wrong, but. Remember the Angels in the outfield, man? There's something going on. <laughs> the Angels in the presenting. You know, I don't want to say that they're injuring guys, but you get my drift. There's something going on that is just creating opportunity. But like I said, I'll tell you one thing. I- I've seen so many opportunities in my professional career playing the NBA and not being able to seize it. You know, I was on those Lob City teams with Chris Paul. I was on the team with the big three and the Celtics up 3-2 and having a chance to move forward. You know, I was playing with Dirk Nowitzki, man. We, we had championship hopes, and it didn't work out. But, you know, they're seizing that opportunity, and they're looking like a team a lot of people forget before Chris Paul that missed the bubble, that, that went undefeated in the bubble and missed the playoffs. Did, 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 did you know how that feels to go undefeated 
and not have a chance to go to the playoffs, and they're playing like it. And and sometimes you go, well, Chris Paul's the missing piece. This is a great fit. Look what he did last year. A lot of times those situations don't work out. You, you guys both know. We, we, we crane, crane, uh, crown a guy or a team that's the champion and say, this is going to perfect this, this, and it doesn't work out. And in Chris Paul's situation and Suns, it's working out. Well, think about it. Just at the start of the series, it looked like it was going to be another, all right, Chris Paul isn't here, but it's not an injury this time, right? It was, yeah. you know, like we're saying, same old Clippers as they fall in defeat today. We, we, were, we were getting ready for same old Chris Paul and his play as well. And instead, he comes up with 41 and, and was just uh, in a whole other zone today. No, he, he was, man. And it's funny you mentioned the Clippers, even without Kawhi Leonard. This is a group that was comfortable falling down 0-2, you know, and they, and they come uh, uh, out of bounds ATO lob play away from, from having this series be even closer and a horrific shooting night and Chris Paul with COVID from, from going up, you know. So we, we can if and button win, but I, I was telling you guys, and, and Mike, you know this when we, when we worked together a couple weeks ago, there's just something different about this Phoenix team, man. They're glowing, they're believing, they're trusting. Mm-hmm. And I think that Chris Paul has just grown even more so in his leadership. And he was a great leader when I played with him. But those guys admire him, man. They look at him in a different role. And I think just Chris has redefined the point guard position the way that he's playing it this year. You know, he only averaged 16 points per game. This wasn't a monster performance. But we're seeing why this guy was an MVP contention and how special he is to the organization. And you heard the kind words that DeAndre Ayton said about him, you know, a, a couple of days ago. Man, I'll run through a wall for Chris Paul, and, and, and he's showing it, man. And, and big fella, he's playing just like it. Ryan Holland, 10 years in the NBA, our guest right here, former Clipper, uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. <laughs> All right, so, so help me out here, you know, uh, Ryan, because when we – everybody was predicting the NBA playoffs, and we got to the Western Conference – it seemed like all the experts predicted everybody but the Suns, right? Well, the Lakers are going to get there. The Clippers are going to get there. We're going to see this. Too. We're going to see this run. The Jeff. Nobody picked the Suns, even though, hey, here they are, top of the conference. They played great. Why Why was everybody re- resistant to picking the Suns when, it, when the playoffs started? I mean, damn, they had to see LeBron James in the first round, the defending champ. You know, we know who LeBron is. We know what it meant to him. And – like, let's if him button win right now. I don't think they get past the Lakers if Anthony Davis is healthy. That that puts such a cork in the plans of, of the Lakers. Anthony Davis is so important to the Lakers. Hey, this was a, a, a close series of kind of buckets a couple scores away. Imagine Kawhi playing. You know, these guys rose to the occasion. You got to take your hats off to, to what you saw. Jamal Murray's no slouch either, but Man, you missing you miss a star player. You got to take your hats off to the Clippers for just just stepping up to the table and competing. Now, now, congratulations, the Suns took took care of business. But man, it <laughs> we all had, and I think if we have our money, we put our money down the same way, assuming there's no injury that the Lakers beat Phoenix, guys. Well, that, as you make the picks, that, that was the first time I think I've ever gone through series to series going, yeah, that guy may not finish, so i got to pick this other squad. And I think that's how we did a lot of bracketology, and it played out that way. But let's go over to the Eastern Conference since we've got Phoenix set, and they'll take on Atlanta or Milwaukee, best of three forthcoming. Giannis avoids the structural damage, but – what do you do, Ryan? Are you running them out there? Or you, is it an inevitability that there's a bigger thing waiting, or are you putting them in bubble wrap and getting him back into rehab right away? Well, the the minimum that – well, Giannis, I would say his injury, he hyperextended. There's no lingering things. He should miss about two weeks normally at a minimum. He may be able to come back within a week. He may be Superman or Willis Reed in a game seven and just say, man, forget it, but – Keep in mind, Giannis didn't finish the playoffs last year. So it, it, all hope is not lost. You're just going to see the Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday show, which is easily enough to be at Atlanta. But we also have to see what Trey Young is looking like. You know, will he be able to come back and get on the floor and compete? So it, it, these are really, really 
intriguing times right here. But, guys, I I don't know how to pick it. I I don't know how to pick it. And I'm going to be honest, I think the Bucs still have enough to win and get past. Like I said, Middleton, you know, end up knocking off Miami in a game by himself. And he's got more help this time around. So, I think there's just going to have to be more attention to game plan. The coaching is going to have to prevail. You know, two words, Nate McMillan, who has been absolutely excellent for Atlanta. And that's still a very deep and talented team with the Hawks. I mean, my God, for analysts, they're just making it hard, man. No one can pick and choose with superstars, but this is darn near impossible to pick, guys. <laughs> and and wow. you know I love the guys. You know I love to pick them, but this is – this is tough. We're gonna we're gonna be talking five minutes before the show talking about game time decisions, fellas. I'll pick I'll pick it for you right now. It's it, it for me. It's pretty easy. If Giannis plays, the Bucks win. If Giannis doesn't play, the Hawks are going to win regardless because the Hawks supporting cast, even without Trey Young, is way better than the Bucks supporting cast without Giannis. I don't know, man. Something about that Chris Middleton, I like. I'm telling you. Something about that Chris Middleton, I like you. We just don't see it every single game, Paul. Well, that's the problem, though. I need to see it every <laughs> single game. What what happened? What happened this last game, Ryan? Before Giannis gets hurt, these guys were walking dead from the opening tip. Where's the hey, man, intensity? I, we can all agree Giannis ball doesn't work. And when you play Giannis ball, it don't work. Where you give him the ball and you get the heck out the way. Giannis ball doesn't work, you know? And, I, and and they underestimated uh, Atlanta in in in, in Lemon Pepper Lou, you know, Lemon Pepper Lou still got it now. That's still his hometown. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. That is at the Ryan Hollins. Uh, Ten years in the NBA. Check out his big podcast as well. You see him on Fox Sports One, ESPN everywhere. Ryan, as always, buddy, my friend. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, fellas, you keep blazing the airways. Thanks for having me, man. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a huge clue. Huge. I can't stop it. Uh, Devontae Adams. Huge. <laughs> Packers star wide receiver whose future is up in the air after this year. This could be his final year in Green mm-hmm. Bay. He has been uh, the one player who has been vocal over the course of the past couple weeks about Aaron Rodgers and his situation. Because now we're into the summer. We're not going to get a lot of info what's going to happen. We're in kind of the downtime until we get to July and we get to the point where uh, here come some teams getting ready to come to training camp. So there's still some we still got a few weeks uh, to go for that. But Devontae Adams has been the guy who was talked about oh you know yeah I, I you know this is where we're at you know we don't talk about it that much I love Aaron Rodgers he's my guy uh today he did an interview with ABC 30 in Green Bay and he talked about what a dream it would be to play with one specific quarterback and that quarterback's name is not Aaron Rodgers obviously I love Derek to death we got a, a great friendship and um, we still communicate really, really consistently. He's one of my one of my best friends. So um, obviously, it'd be a dream uh, to be able to play with him. But uh, you know, I'm a Packer now. So uh, until that point uh, where we make that decision, I guess we just gotta we'll see what happens. Uh, the Derek he is talking about is, of course, Derek Jeter. Can't wait. Of course, he is talking about <laughs> Derek Carr, quarterback of the Raiders. All right. Now, you heard him say, I'm a Packer now, so we'll see. Uh, you, how much is he saying, I am so gone after this year because Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be here? All right. Now, I'd love to play. Hey, I, I mean, I'm a Packer now, so we'll see what happens. But, I mean, th- th- you would think Devonta Adams would say, hey, I want to be a Packer for life and everything is awesome. And I, th- th- this, is where, this is where I became a star. This is where I became a great player. I owe so much to the organization. Ah, I'm a Packer now. So, you know, he's, he's gone, right? You know, he's not. He, he would stay if Aaron Rodgers was there because he'd still be a great receiver. He'd still get paid. But the fact that he is already talking about, hey, I want to go tells you that, he knows Aaron Rodgers ain't going to be here, all right? And forget about, you know, n- next year, this year it's not going to be there. But he's so he's throwing out there now, I'd love to play with Derek Carr, right? Former teammates in college, and he mm-hmm. wants to go there. Now, here's the other part of this story, because it's not just about, well, hey, uh, you know, Devontae Adams could wind up going. Um, this is why the Raiders are in my list of the three teams who can trade for Aaron Rodgers. And amazing how I threw that list of three teams out there and other media entities pick up those three teams exactly as teams they say, well, these are the three teams that I think that, that's out there. It's the Broncos, the Raiders, and the Dolphins. Amazing how that happens, Mike Harmon. Amazing. Now, look, I'm not going to take a lot of credit for the Broncos because clearly we knew the Broncos were going in to get them. Although I did say before the offer, they're the team that should go after him the most. And what happened? They went after him the most, right? around the NFL draft. Uh, So the Broncos were there. 
The Dolphins were there, and so were the Raiders. Why? Because they're the teams that can wait this out, right? They can wait out Aaron Rodgers' situation through June, through July, and into August. And when it comes time to, hey, this is the third preseason game. (laughs) we got to get our quarterback in. If we're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers, we got to do it now, or we're going to cut bait on it. That's when the trade would happen. But the Dolphins can wait because they're either going to start Tua or they're going to trade Tua, and they're going to go get Aaron Rodgers, and Tua will go back to the Packers. And the same thing with the, with the Raiders. Derek Carr is either the quarterback of the Raiders, or he's being traded back to the Packers in a trade where Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders. All right? Now, it's pretty simple. The Packers, it's going to be so difficult for them to say, hey, Jordan Love is our guy. It's going to be very, very difficult to say all the eggs are in that basket because if he stinks, guess what? Then the Packers lose and everybody loses their job. They all lose their job because they went all in on Jordan Love and now he stinks, so now everybody's going to lose their jobs, right? Nobody wants that. Gutekunst doesn't want to lose his job. Murph, nobody wants to lose their jobs in Green Bay. So what do you do? Hey, we're going to give Jordan Love another year. Look, we've done it in the past. Well, you know, Brett Favre sat for a couple of years. Aaron Rodgers sat for a long time before he took over. We're going to give Jordan Love another season to learn the offense and learn everything. And right now we're going with Tua Tungavailoa as our quarterback. And if he hits it big and he's great, Awesome. Two is a star. If they win with Derek Carr, who likes to throw the football three yards at a time, hey, awesome, man. We're winning with Derek Carr, and things are great. But if you go in with just Jordan Love, it's you're going in without a safety net. If you're the Packers, you can't go into a safety net with a guy that didn't impress you at all last year, thinking he's going to make that big jump this year. So you go and you, you can make a trade with those teams where basically they're just going to throw in the quarterback. right? The trade for Aaron Rodgers is going to be first-round picks and second-round picks, and it's, oh, by the way, you're throwing in the quarterback back with us because clearly those teams aren't going to keep them. If the Dolphins trade for Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to keep Tua. Right? If the Raiders trade for Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to keep Derek Carr. So they're as valuable as they are, they're throw-ins in the deal. It's going to be three first-round picks or four first-round picks and Derek Carr for Aaron Rodgers. Whatever it's going to be, that's going to be it. But teams are going, but when they make that trade, when the Packers do it, they know they have to make a move that's going to protect them at quarterback and buy them time with Jordan Love to give him at least another year to figure things out. And here when you see Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, Yes, this could be Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. This could also be Devontae Adams saying, hey, if I got to play with somebody and Aaron Rodgers isn't here this year, why not Derek Carr? Hey, get the Raiders. We know the Raiders are one of Aaron Rodgers' big-time destinations. What's to prevent a phone call from Rodgers to Devontae going, hey, you know what, man, I really want to go to the Raiders. So I'm just saying, man, I, I know they would get Derek Carr back in a trade. Not saying you want to do an interview on this or anything, but, you know, if the, if the, if the, the thought strikes your mind, you want to do it, hey, go ahead and do it. Hey, you know what I'd like? I'd like to play with Derek Carr again. Uh, this is not just Devontae Adams leaving. This is opening the door for and communicating through the media of this is something that could happen that would make trading Aaron Rodgers palatable and it would work for all sides if they can send a quarterback back in return. These are the only teams that can do it that can send a combination of a player with potential or a player who is still young enough and performing well enough that they can be a part of their present or future. Well, I'll go back to uh, you think Devontae Adams is necessarily re-signing because of the trade that would bring Derek Carr in into the fold because if he really hates the Packers as much as Aaron Rodgers did, he's an unrestricted free agent. So they can't franchise tag him. They can't do anything to him. Yeah, I'm going to play out this year and we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, but I'm, if Derek Carr shows up and he catches 110 passes, hey, you know, life is pretty good here again. I think this is where I'm going to stay. You know, if that happens this yeah. year, all right, things look pretty yeah. good. Yeah, because I look at it as a rational football-loving human and say, yeah, let's go from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. Are you bleeping kidding me? You'd rather go from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love? I'm saying if really? I'm Devontae Adams, I'm getting through the year and I'm getting the hell out if I don't oh, right. like no, no. Hey, Love. look, he still could leave, but obviously, hey, I'd love to play with Derek. We had a great rapport in college, and maybe I, I got to catch passes from somebody. No, but, but again, we I'm don't know what Jordan agent. Lo- I want to be a free agent coming off a season sure. where maybe I catch a bunch of passes and not where, boy, Devonta Adams caught 12 passes this year from Jordan Love. Was he injured? No, he played all 17 games. No, but he that would be 12 a, passes. Well, if that would be was the case, that would truly be the giant indictment on Jordan Love everybody was looking for. Uh, my, my point on this is just uh, trading Derek Carr and a bunch of draft picks ain't getting it done. 
You need bodies. You are still there. Because remember, in the division, it is still attainable with passable quarterback play when you're going up against Captain Kirk, QB1, and Jared Goff. You still have an opportunity. And that's not to say those defenses are walkovers by any stretch. And I, I I don't pretend to know what Jordan Love is at this point. But I like Devontae Adams. He's talking about his guy, trying to uh, the much maligned Derek Carr. I mean, there, there are a few starting quarterbacks. I think Goffs and Cousins are the only two that get worse uh, headlines than uh, Derek Carr does. Although those guys don't actively block you on Twitter when you do critique. No, uh, no, that's true. The same way. And the family doesn't come at you. I mean, it's the absolute opposite of the Ocean's Eleven line. And, you know, and once he gets through with you, he goes after your whole family. No, no, no. The whole family comes after you and blocks you and causes problems. Kind of like the Tebos uh, and Jason Cole. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I like that this become a story again. You know, it could be the... The whisperer, the ventriloquist, as he's really got to be known of Aaron Rodgers at this point, because he doesn't have to say anything. It seems like he's got minions everywhere from form- current teammates, would-be former teammates, and media members that are more than willing to do his bidding. So, yeah, it's out there once again. But I- I'm sorry. You know, Derek Carr's, to me, a jag. I mean, and, and maybe Mike Mayock would say that. Uh, the current GM there uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders, like, he's not moving the needle. Maybe he makes Devontae Adams happy for a couple of weeks. But if you're really going to keep going to the short, and he did have more longer passes this past year, so I got to give him credit. They, they did draft some speedsters uh, where they did stretch the field a little bit. But that guy's not the answer. Come on. But it, you, when you make a trade, you have to get something back. I mean, it, like I said, he's a throw. Yeah, in. you got to get something you want, Jason. He's a throw in. He's a throw in. Yes, Look, the, Derek this, Carr- the would be starting quarterback is a throw in with a bunch yes. of first round draft picks that are going to be trash because Aaron Rodgers is going to go you, win you, games. You can't go to. You're you, kidding you, me. You have to trade him to a team that needs a quarterback. So obviously, you, you only have so many teams that can send a quarterback back if they're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to say, hey, well, the Bills can send, uh, you know, uh, Mitch Josh Trubisky. Allen. No, it's not happening. Well, <laughs> hey, have instead of Allen, we send you Trubisky. A, we'll send you back to the NFC North. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, no, but it's got to be somebody that you can play that potentially could be the answer. I mean, look, am I the biggest fan of Derek Carr? No, I'm not. But if he goes to Green Bay, you have a better chance of winning and, and staying afloat and pushing that, uh, uh, you know, kicking that can down the road of throwing Jordan Love in there and hoping that he's really, really good. I mean, you need something to be able to do it. And hey, this would make one of your big time players happy in Devontae Adams. You got to have somebody play quarterback I mean look there's only so many teams that can make this trade for for Aaron Rodgers and and so when you look at the players that can go back quarterback look the Broncos can't give you anybody back at quarterback but they can give you some guys that can help they can give you bodies they'll give you draft picks the Raiders and the Dolphins can at least give you a quarterback that maybe you know can play and maybe be a part of the solution maybe not but you got to have somebody else there to buy you another year for Jordan Love because he's he's the guy that he's got to see the field at some point do you, you got to see if he's gonna you, you pushed Aaron Rodgers out the door for Jordan Love. We got to see you. But if you can postpone it for a year because, hey, we're going to let him sit or two years, let's just say Derek Carr somehow is really good or Tua is really good. Oh, look at this. Then you do that because you need you need to make sure that when you fire that bullet of Jordan Love, it works. And he is the guy that's ready, ready, ready to finally play, because if you do that before you can, then you're stuck. Right, that's the whole thing. Is that if you want to put them out there, that's a big risk to take, man. And like I said, people like having jobs. GMs and team presidents like to have their jobs. And if you lose a battle with a player and you trade them, generally it's okay. But when you lose an Aaron Rodgers because you've pushed him out of town and you pushed your previous quarterback out of town, that's a long memory for players and fans and media and everything else. You got to make sure that works. At least these guys will buy you a little bit of time, and potentially they buy you two years. Hopefully they buy you a lot of years, but at least they'll buy you some time to get Jordan Love ready. Yeah, Carr has this and next year remaining on his deal as it currently stands. Obviously, Tua uh, going into year two. Uh, Miami, there's still no guarantee. Uh, They've got a nice program being built, college style, much like we talked about uh, when Flores was first given command, uh, that perhaps that's the slow build that works and keeps them ahead of the Jets. 
in, in terms of the division packing order. Sorry, buddy. Had to. Don't know what New England will be as of yet. Haven't done the full analysis and rankings of it all just yet. But it's it's the curiosity. And you keep saying forcing Aaron Rodgers out of town. No, he's being a baby and trying to do other jobs than being a quarterback. So it's, he's paid to, to go and sling the rock. They're paid to put guys in position to help him do it. And if he doesn't think they're good enough, well, then, then that's fine. But you, you play with the hand that's dealt. You're under contract. You want to sit out. You want to watch LeVar Burton host Jeopardy in your stead. That's fine by me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? 
so are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The status of Damian Lillard has been all the rage the last couple of days. Does he want out of Portland? Does he not want out of Portland? Is he upset with the coaching search? Did he Was he okay and he gave his blessing for the coaching search? Does he like his teammates and want to stay, or does he not want to stay because he can't have, have a championship there? Uh, the status of Lillard is out there. And already today, and I told you uh, – Yesterday's show, I said within 24 to 48 hours, you are going to see Damian Lillard start to get linked with either the Knicks or the 76ers. 76ers, because clearly you can make that swap with salaries. Ben Simmons is unhappy. Damian Lillard wants to go. Hey, you make that trade. And look, you're going to get more assets when you're trading Lillard for Ben Simmons. But that clearly could be something that happens. But you're also going to see him linked to the Knicks. And that's all that's going on the last day and a half. What players the Knicks would send out for (laughs) Damian Lillard. Already they're the odds-on favorite to get him in Vegas if he doesn't stay with the Portland Trailblazers. Blazers and reports out of New York say that the Knicks would be okay with parting with RJ Barrett in a trade for Damian Lillard. Um, let me say this I love RJ Barrett. Boy, I'll tell you, he has made some huge strides just in his second year. He has become a really good player. I love Mitchell Robinson, man. If the guy could stay healthy, he could be a really dominant big man in the NBA. I love Emmanuel quickly coming off the bench, being able to do what he did. Kind of ran into the rookie wall a little bit, but you could tell this guy is special. I would trade all of them. For Damian Lillard, anybody but Julius. That's kind of that would be my <laughs> mantra here. Is I would plant my flag on anybody but Julius because what's the best combination of trying to win? Right, you need stars. Right, the Knicks overachieved this year. Right, they bought into Tom Thibodeau's defense. You got some nice pieces. Julius Randle became a star. Where did that get you? You were out of the playoffs in the first round. You won one game and you're outside MSG going, we want the Nets. We want that. So you have a long way to go. You have to assemble stars. It's like the Avengers, right? The Avengers weren't going to beat Thanos with, with, you know, just a bunch of guys off the street. No, you need Avengers, right? So that's what it is. You need Avengers. You need stars. Julius Randle is a star. He is a terrific player. He is a big, so you need a guard to be able to play with him. Damian Lillard would turn the Knicks into an NBA title contender overnight because they're going to the east it's two stars you can figure out the rest of your positions you're not losing players off this team that played so many minutes outside of rj barrett and clearly if rj barrett's gone well damian lillard's going to take all those shots so you're talking about a guy who came off the bench and quickly a guy that's hurting mitchell robinson you're talking about first round picks that really the knicks don't care about uh yeah anybody but julius in a trade for Damian Lillard. That would that would be that should be the hashtag the Knicks use. Anyone but Julius for Damian Lillard. He gets there, watch out, man. Knicks would be NBA final contender for next season. Yeah, I think making the salary match is gonna be difficult because you don't have anybody making any money there. Or anybody good that you'd want. And I don't think you're trading Damian Lillard for a salary dump. Of hey, well, this we'll is trade where you get teams. No, well, this expiring. is where you get, it, it's, this is where it's a three and fourteen oh, deal. Like, this okay. is how deals get done now in the yeah, NBA. It's the, not just hey, the Knicks here's and the Sixers going. are jumping into in tandem to work together. No, no, no. I don't say the Knicks and the Sixers jump, but the Knicks and somebody else, or the Sixers and somebody else. Well, the Sixers can make it work with the money wise, but usually when you have a situation like this, it's okay. Here's the players that the that Portland's going to get. Here's the expiring contract the Knicks are going to get, and here's the draft picks that this other team is going to get for dealing 
out this expiring contract. I mean, this is not a this is you know trades for stars don't go two teams anymore because the NBA has that ridiculous rule about salaries matching. So you'll find a third team that says, oh, I can deal an expiring contract and I can get draft picks. Oh yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, sign me up. We'll make that deal happen. There's many ways you can make that happen. By the way, really impressive that in a matter of what two weeks you were able to get the Knicks back into conversations. In a big way. So I want to say uh, congratulations to you uh, in that regard. That way, um, hope never dies. What is it? Love Never Dies was the subtitle of the Dracula movie with uh, Gary Oldman. Love uh, so, Never Dies. Well, you know, and Anthony Hopkins running around and Keanu Reeves. Oh, he was terrible. But he tried. Uh, and Winona. Don't forget about Winona. But uh, yeah. y- you don't have anybody making any money. Uh, everybody's on rookie deals or uh, are already free agents here, Jason. So you're going to have to get creative and get three, four teams involved. And, and I know it's a pipe dream, but tonight I want you to print out a couple of grids, uh, a bunch of player photos, and see if you can't make that happen. That That's it. You figure out that puzzle tonight. Because just obsessing and lighting candles saying, hey, Damian Lillard to the Knicks ain't going to make it so. <laughs> well, listen, I just put it out there in the universe for other teams that have an expiring contract they want to dump. Hey, let's get involved. Let's call the Knicks and the Blazers. Let's try to figure something out. Mike, it's, it's an easy way to make it worry, man. You make it sound like it's difficult. It's not. It's how trades are done. Don't make it sound like it's so difficult. We do it all the time. It's how it works. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Now, I'm going to say something, and it's going to be really – it's going to be a little jarring, but it's yep. going to be the absolute reality for this game right now. Uh, it's good to see the Suns out to this lead. Well, why? Because the Suns came into this game. They knew it was a clinching game. They, they were out to a lead in the first quarter. They didn't you know, step in and try to just feel their way into the game and wind up getting crushed, and they wind up losing. No, they've played really well throughout, and you can tell the Suns understand the moment because as, as much as it is, and look, it, it's a great time for them right now. It's a great time for the Suns, and it's, it's great to see them uh, succeeding after so long being out of the limelight. But it really is now or never for this team. If they don't win the NBA title this year, they're never going to win it. All right, because to think that we're going to build a huge power in Phoenix, it's kind of tough. You got lucky that Chris Paul showed up and he still had some kind of juice left. Look, Devin Booker is terrific, and and DeAndre Ayton is becoming a really good big man. But you're talking about a Western Conference where teams always reload, where you have Mm -hmm. young stars that are locked into long-term contracts with teams in Utah, in Denver. The Lakers are going to continue to be the Lakers. Uh, It's now or never. You have the other three teams that are playing in the NBA playoffs are playing without their superstars. The Clippers are playing without Kawhi. Giannis, who knows if he's going to play again for the Bucks. Trey Young, we think, is going to play again, but he's banged up. I mean, this is it. It's now or never for the Suns. They win the title this year or they're never going to win it. Well, you see how the roster will be reconstituted, right? Chris Paul, what's, what's the length of time? A lot of... Uh opinions and speculation that he ends up in a, either a Lakers uniform or in or somewhere else getting another three-year massive deal. Believe it when I see it, but the potential is there. He's played well enough, was in the MVP conversation, and a night like tonight, 24 minutes played, 19-6 and six thus far with three three-pointers uh, and perhaps drawing a flagrant foul, a hostile act against Boogie Cousins. It's one of my favorite phrases in sports, and I'm going to beat it to death. Uh, but <laughs> when, <laughs> Jay Crowder, I mean, like the stars are lying for all this, and they've got some good, good talent, you know, that, that will be part uh, of their future, you know, when you've got a guy like, like Cam Johnson and, and some of the others. But it's, it's a team that is, has been helped, right? They're, they're good. And there's, there's no discounting what they were able to do all season. They were in, you know, on the medal stand in the Western Conference all year. So that, you know, take nothing away from the season that they had. But to your point, there's still several teams that aren't quite ready yet. We talked about the the Pelicans a bunch, and, and who knows what the offseason brings, a new coach, uh, and maybe those guys gel and Zion 
you know, you've got the numbers already. Maybe the wins actually follow for him and Brandon Ingram and company, uh, whatever they end up doing with Lonzo Ball. There's another team on the come. We talk about Memphis. Yeah, they were on the back end of the playoff picture, and they gave us some thrills here, but they're better. Assume to some level LeBron James and Anthony Davis are, are at least in the mix. Now a lot of changes afoot for them. The Clippers, does Kawhi opt out and go somewhere else? I don't know. He's on the bench. He must have heard the analysis of, are you really a member of the team if you're sitting in the skybox uh, that we started the last couple days? But just you, you've got so many teams, Utah and and so on. You, you've got to strike when the opportunity hits, right? It's why we were talking about the Bucks, obviously pre-Giannis injury on the Eastern Conference side of things. Like you made all the moves to get to this point. So the effort that they started last night's game with was unacceptable and put Budenholzer right back on that hot seat that I think had, uh, you know, gone to the low or simmer mode for a little bit. And, and it becomes a, all right, where's the spirit? Where's the, hey, this is in our grasp kind of uh, infectiousness and the aggressiveness wasn't there. So for the the Western Conference, uh, the Clippers never say die. We keep seeing more and more, and, and that's just been the identity of this squad the the last couple years. So for the Suns, it's great. Devin Booker's become a star this year, right? Getting star calls, but it, it is a tough road to navigate, and you're never going to see the injuries uh, open it up like the Red Sea. I, I don't think again. I think this is your anomaly. Yeah, I used that word right. Good job by me. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.